It's unnecessary roughness. Eight seconds to go. He settles into the pocket. Fires near side. It's caught by Carter, but he's tackled inbounds. Clock's going to roll. Sam Webb ends the game with a tackle. And the Raiders win their third straight. Sam Webb tackled DeAndre Carter inbounds at the 49-yard line. And it's a Vegas victory. This is Unnecessary Roughness. Here's your boy Q. Q. Modern day, that would be Raider on Raider crime right there, right? Sam Webb, member of the Raiders secondary, and DeAndre Carter is now wide receiver for the Silver and Black, also a kick returner, punt returner. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, it's exciting times as we're in the third day of training camp. Actually, the third day of training camp has been wrapped up. And it's funny, I've been at the Raiders facility all day today. Literally all day. We got there super early in the morning. Uh, we saw practice. We were able to go ahead and talk to a few of the players following practice. And now I literally am next door. I'm not at the Raiders facility. I'm actually at their sisters, the Las Vegas Aces, their facility. And they're having a big day here, uh, actually giving back to the community. They partner with Nevada Health Centers to provide affordable mammography screening. So that's been going on all day long. And our sister stations here uh, with Lotus Broadcasting have been here all day long, uh, encouraging people to come on by and get their uh, mammography and why it's so important and uh, you know that's going on till about 3:45 so the show's going to roll till 5 o'clock and literally I'll probably be in the the little front room that I'm in right now as soon as you walk in the building it's the you know it's just it's right to the right I'm just kind of here chilling in the AC next to the next to the what is that uh, what what room is that James that's the Oh, that's the um, that's like the memorabilia room over there. Or yeah, yeah, you could buy you could buy some shirts, you could buy some hoodies, you could buy some hats. You, they've got everything all locked up right there in that uh, in that nice little room. And so uh, I'm right across from that right now in the in the front uh, section of their their facility. And it's really cool to be in here. This is actually the first time that I've had an opportunity to be here. Uh, Kelsey Plum just walked by me. Asia Wilson was uh, in the in the uh, lobby a minute ago, and Jackie Young, I believe, went out to the Mama Van. So right now we're hanging out, uh, you know, doing a little bit of uh, good service for the community, and that's what we're here for, and that's what I enjoy doing. So we're going to be here till five o'clock, and we may have a couple people step by the stand by the uh, the come by the table here, come by the booth, and talk about what they have going on. Talk about the aces, of course. We're going to be talking about the Raiders. We have a guest that's actually going to be showing up right here live at the table as well to talk all things silver and black. So we're going to end the the week really strong here. Again, we're at the Las Vegas Aces uh, training facility, and it's literally right next door to the Raiders facility. I think that's pretty cool. Really cool to be able to have the Aces facility right next to the Raiders facility. So, uh, you know, anyone, obviously both owned by Mark Davis, but don't have to uh, go very far. Uh, obviously, the Raiders have uh, one of the best facilities in, in football, and obviously the Aces have uh, the best facility in the WNBA. And really, I mean, just kind of walking around, and I haven't really explored this whole building, but just seeing the front lobby, seeing the hoop court I went in there, and the, the gym that they have is really top-notch. Uh, Kelsey Plum just walked upstairs, and I'm sure that that's where their you know, locker rooms are, the meeting rooms are, the training facilities are. I mean, just a lot of really cool stuff here going on at the Las Vegas Aces uh, facility. So, again, these uh, affordable mammography screenings are going on until about 3.40. They have the mammo van out front. You cannot help it but see it when you drive down Raiders Way. And uh, I'm right inside the front lobby staring at a it's kind of a big TV screen. James, what would you call it? It's kind of a, not really a, the TV. It's more of a monitor. What, is that what you call it? Yes, sir. Definitely like a nice, maybe like 70-inch, you know, a projection screen. There you go. That's the, probably the word. Projection screen, right? There it is. There it Ladies is. and gentlemen, that's cool. The coolest dude I ever know. James is the coolest cat ever. 
<laughs> he's so chill and relaxed, but he's here with us uh, at the Aces facility. So uh, we're going to have a good time the next few hours. So we got a lot coming up on the show today. I mentioned we're going to have someone step by uh, the booth that we have here, and that's going to be Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. She's also been at the Raiders facility. Matter of fact, she's at the Raiders facility right now, and that's how close this facility is to the Raiders facility. She's literally going to walk next door. She said, I'll be there in just a few minutes if you got an extra headset for me instead of having to call her on the phone. I said, yeah, it's all good. So she's going to come over here. We'll talk all things silver and black as we are, uh, you know, just wrapped up, as I mentioned, day three of Raiders training camp. We'll be back out at their facility tomorrow mor morning, bright and early. We'll hear from head coach Josh McDaniels about 745 Pacific time, and then uh, we'll go ahead and we'll monitor practice. We'll talk to a few players following practice. Then they'll have an off day on uh, on Sunday and be back at it on Monday. So that's kind of their uh, their their schedule that they have coming up, but uh, Cassie Soto will will join us here at the at the booth to talk all things Raiders and what she's been seeing the last few days being out at the facility and I'll say this just off top and and we'll get into it more with Cassie. Today seemed like one of those days where it was the third day of practice and maybe your legs are a little heavy. You know, you get into your first you know, your first little training camp or you get into your first run of practices and, you know, you have a couple of days that you feel are pretty good and then all of a sudden you have a day where you're like, yeah, legs are a little tired, eh, I'm a little, you know, not really uh, into it as much as possible. So it looked like a somewhat of a down day. I don't want to say a bad day because, again, it's only the third day of training camp, so you can't really look at it and say, oh, man, that was an awful day. But, you know, some balls hit the ground. You know, some guys, uh, you know, weren't able to catch up to some of the deep shots that were taken and it just looked like the, the, the crispiness of where it probably should be or wanted to be um, was not there. So uh, we'll talk to Cassie Soto when she joins us. Matter of fact, I feel like she's going to join us in a few minutes. She just uh, appeared here in the lobby at the Las Vegas Aces facility. So Cassie Soto from the RJ will join us uh, in a matter of minutes uh, here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Uh, 3 o'clock, we'll hear from multiple players that we talked to following practice, including Hunter Renfro, who I thought, I thought Hunter had a lot to say without saying everything, without putting a whole lot out there. Clearly, he had a lot on his mind in 2022. He obviously got injured. He got the contract extension, which was great. There was high expectations for the Raiders' offense in 2022. He got injured and missed the majority of it, and he just did not seem like he was in a good place. And I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it almost seemed like he was in a place to questioning himself if he could do this if he could play the game of football, like if he, if he was good enough. And when Cassie joins us, we'll ask her if that's the impression she got from Hunter. But there was – I think he, he said a lot in today's uh, media session without exactly, you know, saying everything. So uh, uh, we'll hear from uh, Hunter Redfro about 3 o'clock at 3.30. My good friend Nick Shook from NFL.com, he joins us like every other week. Uh, he'll join us just to kind of have a little cover three. We always do NFL news and notes of the day for cover three. Well, Nick Shook will be our guy. We'll just do all things NFL with him. That'll come up around 3.30 at 4 o'clock. We'll hear some more from our Raiders media session earlier today, like Andre James. He had some good things to say. Also, uh, Jacoby Myers, uh, the, and he's, a, he's a fun dude. He's a guy that I expect to have a really big season just because he's going to be a true number two wide receiver as far as I'm concerned. So uh, you'll hear from him and Andre James coming up around 4 o'clock. And then at 4.30, Patty Davidson, she has her own podcast, Bet Money Honey Podcast. So it's all about the betting lines. It's all about, you know, trying to win money. But she said that, you know, there's not enough ladies in the field that are doing it. And she said that ladies don't know the ins and outs of actually how to bet, and she likes to educate them. So I said, okay, I'm intrigued. You got me, right? <laughs> it's a commercial. I, uh, I'm i good with it, right? I think that uh, she's a really good person. She's also part of uh, Paul Pata Law, and, uh, yeah, just intrigued by her uh, her podcast that she has. So she's going to call in the show at 430 and just talk all things betting lines, money lines, and how she tries to help educate young ladies 
in the world of betting. So there you go. So Cassie Suttle in a matter of seconds. Nick Shook from NFL.com at 3.30. Patty Davis in at 4.30. And of course, we'll hear from you throughout the course of the show as well at 702-365-9200. And the don't be broke.com text line at 69187, keyword R&R. With all that being said, uh, Ari, why don't we go ahead and jump into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM is brought to you by Paul Law. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. And as promised, Cassie Soto is going to join us, and she is here now with us. So Cassie, how are you doing? Hello. I'm how, well. How Just you doing? A little walk from uh, Raiders <laughs> HQ over to Aces HQ. I brought my water. You know, it's a desert out there. But no, this is it's actually my first time in Aces Mine too. headquarters. Mine this too. Is, well, you see how far I got. It looks a little familiar. <laughs> right. You know, the, the color scheme, the uh, the marble. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. nice in here. It's it really, nice. It really, really is. And uh, yeah, this is my first time as well. I went in there and checked out the, the hoop court while they were practicing for a quick minute. But this is nice. I mean, you yeah. just don't see that, you know, having a, a NFL facility and then having the WNBA facility as well right next to each other. I think Mark Davis did a, did a good job with these two. Right. It just goes to show that these are his babies. Right. right? And he's trying to te- uh, give them the, the best that he can, provide the best that he can. And, I mean, I think it goes, obviously, for the Aces, right? Their, their record says it for itself. That yeah. If you give them a good facility, they're going to be able to do a whole lot with it. And, I mean... Everybody's kind of waiting still for the Raiders to see if they can, Look, you know. But step hey, the new game season, up, right? new year. Yeah, it's a new, new year. Se- new season, <laughs> new year. There's no doubt about it. Everyone feels good about themselves right now, right? Right, right. Everyone. Everybody seems healthy. Everybody's all right. Everybody's happy. They're trying right. to have some fun. If you're Hunter Renfro, I heard you talking about him. So, yeah, it's a, it's a new year, new beginnings for all of us. There's no doubt about it. Again, Cassie Soto from the RJ is our guest here on Raider Nation Radio 920. So, let's start right there. Let's start with Hunter Renfro. He talked to us following practice today, and I was saying before you hopped on that I felt like he said a lot without saying all the details, but it seemed like 2022 really bothered him. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, coming off of that 2021 season, right? I, they asked him about being a fan favorite, like yeah. third in Renfro, right? right, right. You remember that uh, big t- uh, tackle he made even on special teams yeah. back in the Chargers game? Like, he was just on one, um, you know, season after season. And yeah, last year, it really got derailed. I believe that we were just talking about it in, in the media room was that Cardinals game week two, Week right? two, yeah, yeah. So, That's when he fumbled at the yeah. end of the game. And yep. then got concussed, at right. this, like back to back. Like, yeah. you know, he, he couldn't even process being sad because his brain was on mumbo jumboed you know so no it's definitely and that seems like a guy you know again he he says a lot without saying a lot his body i feel like hunter renfro has always been like a body language yeah, guy. yeah i agree I you agree. know yep. he, he when he shrugs a little bit mm-hmm. or you know and so yeah there was a little bit of that but then you know talking about his teammates and how he feels like he let them down like that's when he perked up because he knows he doesn't want to do that again that right. was not a good feeling last year for him the injuries after injuries it was the concussion and then it was the ribs yeah and you know every time he was out there he was in a red jersey yeah right so the, no contact so yeah i think he definitely wants to have a break back uh, bounce back year and show that 21 wasn't a fluke did it did you ever get that sense that he almost felt like he questioned if he can continue playing football it kind of seemed like it, right? right? He said he left. Like, I don't want to put too much on it, but yeah. it, it almost felt like that. Well, he said he stayed for two summers, yeah. right? He stayed here in Vegas and worked out here. I remember seeing videos of mm-hmm. him and Derek in throwing at the park, yeah. right? But then this year, he said that, yeah, he hopped in his truck and drove to South Carolina. And it seemed like, yeah, he had like a realization or, you mm-hmm. know, he just had to take it all in. And I mean, when you're coming off of an incredible season and then to have the 2022 season, like, there, there has to be some self-reflecting there. Like, listen, right. you know, obviously you can't control if you get a concussion, no, right? No. Like, that's out of your hands. If, you know, you get hit, that 
that that, that huge hit that he did um, suffer from, and then to lose the ball. And he seems like a lot of guy that he seems like the kind of guy that puts and he says it a lot of pressure on himself. Mm-hmm. So I know he took that to heart, and right. he said, "We lost this game because of me." Not like there was a whole you know right. other <laughs> a ga- the whole game being played just that one play. Like oh, I lost it. That's done. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure that that was a lot of self reflecting that he did this off season and over the summer. And maybe it'll fire him up for this year. And again, he doesn't seem like the most vocal leader, right? right he right, doesn't right. seem um, that he's up there and he's the one pounding his chest, but it seems that he will take that and use that as fuel for himself to help uh, the team and the wide receiver room. Well, and then on top of that, it feels like all offseason people have talked about, well, he's going to get traded, he's right. going to get released, he's going to get this, that, and the other. So his name, and he's heard it, right? Yeah. I mean, Tashawn asked him about it. Right. And he you know? kind of smirked a little yeah. bit like, yeah, I've heard it. Right. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, if you're Hunter Renfro and you're hearing all this, you're right. kind of doubting yourself, how do you come back this year better than ever? Right, and I don't want to, you know, misquote him, but I think he said, like, hey, I got to show him that it was worth them re-signing Right, him. right, he right? did say that, yep. Until 2024, I got I to show that I'm worth this contract right so yeah i think th- that's definitely at top of mind they they always say we don't know we don't read they hear everything we don't listen they hear and but read then everything. chandler jones right i don't pay attention to stats i don't listen to you guys how you know paul gutierrez by his first name <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> tell me that chandler how you walking right. in right saying paul did you see how he stared down case <laughs> yeah. though yesterday so after you left yesterday i was yeah. going back so i record everything right, right I yeah. saw the video so i was going back and i missed it mm-hmm. i didn't see it at first yeah. and paul was like cassie pull up the clip pull it up and the, the, what happened was, and if you guys go back and watch it, so Case Kiefer asked a question right. about, you know, getting, fe- getting being on that stretch right, at the, when he got injured. Right, being on stretch, and then you got injured. Like, yep. you know, kind of yep. take me through that, basically. And at the very end, Chandler Jones says, I just have to not pay attention to what people in the media say, and then just silence. Right. Dead dead silence, and he's just staring at Case <laughs> in his soul. And someone else is already asking another yeah, question. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Chandler's just locked in yep. on Case for a good four or five seconds. Mm-hmm. And I freeze-framed it, and I was like, okay. <laughs> you got to come watch. He got you. I have another bone to pick with Case when we get to it. But Okay, let's get um, to it. Okay, let's get to it. Because <laughs> I said it. I was going to talk about it. I'm so, about this life. You know, we always have different conversations in the media yeah, room. Some sure. safe for radio, some not. You right. know, yeah. this one's safe for radio. Thank you. We're talking about movies. And uh, you were there, I think. You caught the tail When he said he, didn't, he, he hasn't seen La Bamba? Hasn't seen La Bamba. But get this. No American Me. What? No Stand and Deliver. What? No Selena. No blood in, blood out. He ain't seen Selena. So at this point, Paul Gutierrez and myself are like, you just hate Chicano culture. (laughs) Way to go. (laughs) Is that what you're trying to tell us? Man. And he's like, I'm... (laughs) <laughs> he's, like, he's, to be fair, he's one of the, the fairer-skinned in he the is. media room. He is. From, nice guy. You know, from the South or Midwest. I can't, I'm not going to quote where he's from. Right. So, he went to Kansas. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, but living in, you know, the West Coast for right. a couple years now, there's no excuse. None, none, none. So, we wow. were on him. Yep, myself. I'm glad I left. Tears. I'm yeah. glad I left. I was actually going to pull out um, I Like It Like That, the movie I Like It Like That, and I, I know a lot of people haven't seen that. I know the Cardi B song. Well, oh, I know that. Everyone knows. <laughs> that but there's a movie called i like it like that that i okay. saw way back in the day that okay. nobody ever remembers and yeah. so i was gonna say that but when he said he didn't see uh la Bamba, i was like oh he hasn't seen that yeah there's no way okay there's but no selena way. like right. i feel like that's what like, are we doing? that's a prerequisite that's what, you know that's what i mean what I'm like, like yeah you don't you don't get so, out of you don't get out of bed case, without seeing selena yeah okay i mean even flipping that's how i the fell channels. in love with j-lo <laughs> i'm saying and she killed that role right. like oh that was like her breakout yes you know like i sometimes see regular pictures of selena and i'm like oh that's what right, Selena looks right. like. She's not J-Lo. No. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started, So we, <laughs> so we were, uh, myself, <laughs> myself and Paul Gutierrez were getting on case. So Good. Yeah. Good. He deserves it. He deserves that. That is that 
was criminal. <laughs> not seeing Selena, I can't wait till I see him again because I, you know, I've been on him tough the last couple of days. Sure. So sure. yeah, I'm gonna. I can't wait till tomorrow morning, man. And he's Bright two and early. for four now. He missed. He missed. Case. Uh, Case tries to throw water bottles into the trash can from a seat. What'd you say? It's seven not that, feet. Yeah, it's not that seven far. Seven feet distance. Right. And he tries to bank them, and he's gotten you know a little ego that he was. He two made for two. one, yeah. and he turned around and stared at everybody like he was. <laughs> The man. He needed the accept. Yeah, yeah. Needed, and I yep. was like, "What are you looking he for?" He said, "Kobe." You know? Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. like, "What are you looking for? Validation?" He's like, "One for one, it's going to be a great season." Yeah. Two for four. Day three, two for four. So fifty percent guy. I mean. Yeah. Now and I'm he's going to watch Selena. I, I don't know if I can trust. I don't even anymore. know if I want to talk to him anymore. And you sit in the same row as him. I so know. You yeah. Gotta... And he sits in my row. I don't yeah. sit in his. <laughs> you're right. You're my mistake. Yeah, my mistake. He, he sits in my row. You're I don't right. And he's in the middle seat too. Right. Exactly. There is no way. I can't claim him now. I can't claim. Now with all those kind of You're right. You're that right. is terrible. Cassie Soto is with us here on Radio Nation Radio Nine Twenty. Airing everybody out. That's what, that's what we do. We got three hours. I got plenty of time. Right? Hey man, I'm about that life. You know how I get down. But uh, you know, getting back to the Raiders, Jimmy G. He didn't play today. He didn't right. practice today. A lot of people freaked out. But uh, you know, it sounds like what Josh McDaniels told us he was gonna. Take him along slowly. Right, but, a maintenance day. Right. So, I mean, he hasn't thrown the ball since, what, December? What have you thought from the first couple days? To be honest, I was a little shocked when Andre James came up today and said, the first time I snapped a dude was two days ago. Right. First because time. First time. other people have mentioned, you know, the offseason. Mm-hmm. And, again, I think maybe I'm, I'm living in the past now, but every offseason I'm used to seeing those videos of yep. – Derek Carr out with Devontae Adams, with Mm -hmm. uh, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, you know, like all these guys at the local parks here. Yep. So I'm like, not even like one one single snap. Like, I don't – Two days ago. (laughs) Two days ago. How how long does that take, though? How long does it take to get it down? I mean, I feel like that they have to do a ton of snaps. Absolutely. More than the hour or two hours that we're privy to out Mm -hmm. there, you know? So, again, I'm I'm hoping that they're hanging out afterwards and, you know, getting some reps in on their own. And everybody uh, 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 – and this is obviously not a knock, right, on Jimmy. He just got here. He just Just got got here. He's coming off the injury. You know, he's got a lot to learn, a lot to process. Um, And I think that, yeah, it's obviously – going to take time it's like anything right any yeah. relationship it's going to take time you have to develop it you have to nurture it but in the nfl you got to do it a little quick yeah you got to get there 41 days from the first <laughs> game of the season is that what it is 41 now? oh man one robert spillane number away oh <laughs> <laughs> how many days till the wedding you I'm tell me 80. oh man that's you're so, what are you october you're october yeah, so october, october what 21st it's coming fast one day after mine coming fast and in a hurry i'm <laughs> Quick, fast, and hurry. That's quick how you're fast. supposed to say it. That's, That's how you're supposed to say it. There you go. Bad, October 21st. I'm October 20th. And Ugh. then our good friend Sylvia at the radio station, she's going to be October 28th. Oh. So there you go. We're all lined up in football season. But See? What were we thinking? See, and everybody. So you've done it too. So I, I don't want to hear it. I didn't have no options. I don't want to hear it. Look, Cassie, how could you get married in football? I'm trying to live my life, Q. That's what everybody. I got a life to live also. <laughs> everybody said the same thing to me. And I was like, look, if I don't, if I don't take her up on her offer now, <laughs> ain't going to be no offer. So I better go for it now. <laughs> That's fair. You That's know, fair. I mean, there's there's no options, so I didn't. I was stuck. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're in control of this. That's true. You, you know? know, I just wanted to throw a wrench in everybody. Yeah, I mean, this, I'm a menace. This is not this is not a man's event. We I'm just show <laughs> up. We just show up and do our part. The good thing is, 
um, fiance is not a big college football fan. Oh, good for him. So, you know, he's, yeah. like he'll catch a college, but he's not like, I have to sit down and watch college football. So I'm good on Saturdays. As so long as there's good. not the, like the World Cup going on or something like that, Ex- right? Oh, at that point, yeah. like we're pausing. He'd be like, uh, look. Life is on hold. <laughs> there was even a boxing fight the other day mm-hmm. uh, at 5 a.m. in Japan. Oh, jeez. Dude does not wake up early for anything. Right. Guess whose alarm went off at 4.59? <sighs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to the fiance. Yes. has his priorities yes, right. Yes, he does. He has his priorities <laughs> right. Cassie Soto's with us, Radio Nation Radio 920. You know, one of the observations from camp the past few days, we've asked everybody about mm-hmm. Jimmy G from the coach, the players. He seems like he's just the homeboy. He seems like he's just a dude. Right. He's just a guy. Like, Does that surprise you that everyone's just kind of like, he's, he's just a cool guy? I don't. No, I don't think so. Because I didn't expect him to. I mean, I'm not trying to throw shade at him, yeah. but I just kind of thought he was maybe, you know, he's the pretty boy. Yeah. Maybe because I never ran with the good-looking guys, right? Maybe because I, mean, I just ran with the homeboys. break it down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, but he, to me, I'm just like, oh, he's just, you know, kind of pretty boy. But to whatever. be fair, I feel like at that point, like, if you're making, trying to make it in this level, like, nobody's going to mess with you. Right. And your O-line, who's going to block for you if you're going to be a jerk for them? Right, right? That's like, true. So at that point, like, I feel like the guys with egos, like, they can't make it mm-hmm. in this business. Like, uh, AJ Cole, right? There's no more head cases and divas? Yeah. Um, I don't know what I've heard a lot exactly of people talk a... about that comment, as a matter of fact. And I, I said this yesterday on the show about that comment. Either that could mean that it's a new year, there's new people in the locker room, yeah. no head cases, no divas. Yeah. Or he could be saying, last year we had head cases and divas. I think – Knowing AJ Cole as we know AJ yeah. Cole, just being a, again a goofy guy, just a dude. Right. I think he just meant it like, hey, it's nice having you know a, a locker room at this start. At, right. When maybe people are right, they're trying to earn a job right now. They're trying yeah. to earn their role. Mm-hmm. So it, you could very well be a diva, and you could be pumping your chest, and you could be trying to say, I'm better than this guy. Like I'm gonna go out there and prove it. But the fact that they are able to have lunch and to converse yeah. and to talk about aliens and <laughs> Oppenheimer and Barbie, you know, all these things, I think that this just goes to show like. That everybody's maybe not on an even playing field, mm-hmm. but that, you know, they're not taking themselves too seriously. And I feel like that's more important right now, right? Because then it mm-hmm. helps the chemistry throughout the rest of the year. If the guy A, B, C, or D makes it on the roster, they didn't come off, like, too aggressive at the beginning. Dumb question. Did Casey see Barbie? I, I didn't ask. If he's seen Barbie, then we have a problem. Hold on. I don't know if he, he – I mean, I almost want to phone a friend and be like, look, dude. You got to tell us now because I need to talk about if you. He saw Barbie, if he ain't seen Selena, yeah. but he's seen Barbie, there's an issue. Yeah. I didn't see Barbie. Did you see Barbie yet? No. The wife got no interest. The I wife have, did, though. No. She had no interest no? in that. Hell no. Nah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry I asked. I mean, you know, I mean, look. Okay. <laughs> she grew up. She didn't, she didn't have Barbie. She had, uh, let's, let me tell you. Let me Polly think. Pocket? No. Po- I have no. Polly Pockets. Uh, cabbage Patch? Uh, she probably had Cabbage Patch. I'm named after a Cabbage Patch doll. Are you? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Like really, literally? Like for real. <laughs> That's what my mom told me. At least I never fact checked. But you know what's funny is you don't got you can't believe your own mama sometimes. Though. No, you're right about that. <laughs> but when they were so popular, they were like everyone had to have one. Yeah. No joke. I told my mom to go get the homeboy. So I had a dude. No joke. No joke. I had a black football player named Herbie. He was the coolest dude. Ball headed dude. He had a football. Everything. The cabbage patch. Yeah. And okay. I was like, I just want the homeboy because you know the homeboy is gonna attract the homegirl. Okay. And so that's how it went down. <laughs> so. I had I had Herbie. Herbie was my guy. There you go. There you go. Fully loaded. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> this, this has gone in such a weird direction, but it's okay. You have me on your show. I don't know what else you expect. I I'm mean, sorry. no. This is this is this is the greatness, and that's why it's 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 a it's awesome having you here on the show on Radio Nation Radio 920 Necessary Roughness. So yeah, Jimmy G just seems like he's one of the dudes. He's just a guy. You know, yeah. he's trying to blend in. He's trying to get on the same page. 
I don't think that the three practices have been great. I don't think they've been awful, but they just kind of like three first practices. Right. No, for sure. For sure. I don't think there's anything to, you know, I haven't made a highlight reel yet. Right. If, if that's what we're, you know, we're yeah. saying. I don't yeah. think there's a highlight reel to be had, but speaking of highlights or lowlights, and you were at the, uh, you were at the battle for Vegas at, uh, yes. you know, at the, at the ballpark last yes, Saturday. I and was. you were there when one Nate Hobbs took the softball off the eye. And not that I'm trying to make light of it or make fun of him, but yeah. he's missing time. Yeah. I kind of think it's a big deal. It looks like there's some competition out there. I'll be honest. A couple of guys, you know, afterwards said that might have been the last softball game. Yeah. And I thought that last year. Right. I think you were there last mm -hmm. year. Yep. When Alex Leatherwood slid into third right. and uh, ripped his kneecap yep. open. Yeah. Completely. I remember that. I remember that. Yep. Myself and Heidi Fang were there. And mm -hmm. we had, we're the moms of the group. We right. all, but had bandages. <laughs> so we're like, Alex, of course you here's do. some band-aids. Like, oh my, yes, ripped his knee open. I thought after that it was, yeah. and that was just, you know, a flesh wound. But right. this, to the eye, like, you got to be careful with that because right. sweat. I mean, the Golden know, Knights like, are done with their season. Yeah, they are. You know, you're they're, just they're, getting ready to get started. Their livers are recovering still, but yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, they, and I'm sure it was, uh, I'm sure it was kind of contributed to that night as well. Exactly. But, I mean, I just, and again, I don't feel like, you know, Nate's in any, any jeopardy of losing his spot. But, I mean, there's some hungry young dudes out there that sure. are literally out there trying to work to take his spot. Right. You right. know, and I just think he's missing some valuable time. No, I agree. And, again, this is where you get those reps in. This is where, you know, you, you make the corrections right. even, right? Mm -hmm. Because they haven't played football right. uh, in the past couple of months. So, yeah, to be able to getting, be getting these real-life reps, mm -hmm. you have to be out there. Right. You can't do this on a field in Henderson, not at a ballpark. You know, well, mm -hmm. Ballpark, maybe wrong word to use. But you know what I mean? Whatever the case is. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so no, definitely, yeah. Next and Marcus Peters has a spot. Right. Marcus Peters has a spot. You know what was funny, though, today? So they've been using the cold, um, what are we calling it? Oh, the, the ice box. The or ice whatever. box, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So mostly... Like, most of the team fits in it mm -hmm. at one time. Right. So they give the players, they allow them to go in. Well, Marcus Peters, like, there was no more room. Mm -hmm. So the security, like, closed the door, and he had to wait. And I was like, oh, you just kicked homie out the club. Like, he had oh, to no. wait. Like, he wasn't in the, in the guest list. Like, that's what that's it felt funny. very, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The guest yeah. List. Sorry, sorry, But man. then uh, Amik Robertson walked out, and then Marcus <laughs> Peters got to go in. So that is that funny. Was, that was, like, a little note I made today. I was like, oh, that looked kind of funny. That <laughs> is, no, that is funny, especially because he just got to the team. It's like, hey, no, hold on, man. No, no, you got to wait. You're about to pass out. Hold on two seconds. <laughs> right. Well, but he – okay, so he has a spot. Yes. So you, you named him Meek. You know, he's out there. They brought yep. in Duke Shelley. They brought Brandon Faison back. They drafted Ja'Cory Bennett. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of guys. Yeah. And Nate's not out there participating. And the injuries last year as well. Right. That's what so... I'm saying. So it just – it's not – it's not a great start no, to camp. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And again, we're in July. Well, at the end of July. Right. But still, yeah, these, this is valuable time. This is precious time on the field. Again, where coaches are analyzing every little thing. And if you're not out there, mm -hmm. how can they make corrections? How can right. they tell you how to improve? How can they tell you, hey, like, you're good. Keep doing this. You know? Yep. So, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely valuable time being lost. Well, final question for you. As my man Ari's looking at me like, man, if you don't go to a commercial, I don't know what's, what's going like, to happen. I was like, we've been talking a minute. <laughs> That's what everyone else is thinking, but this is what I do. Uh, Aiden O'Connell, what have you thought of him so far? From what you've been able to see, it's, it's no pads, no nothing. I feel like there's a lot of people like him this way, and then some people are like, oh, no. What I do don't you? feel any which way. Okay, I would, that's I fair. Mean, that's you know, fair. No, it's fair. To be honest, my focus has been getting 1-0. So okay. for all my video purposes. Yeah. No, that's perfect. And I was like, oh, I should probably get a, this new number four here. I should probably get some right. video of him. But to be I 
neutral as okay. of now. Three well, days as a, in. As a, yeah, three days yeah. in. We're, we're here tomorrow. You know, I might ask Coach about him tomorrow morning. Yeah. Bright and early, by the way, 745. 745 a.m. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> I will not be there. <laughs> nice. I'll be sleeping. <laughs> nice. It, it, well, at least you don't have to worry about the parking spot then. That's true. That's true. Uh. I'm out to talk. Have you aired your grievances on that? I haven't, not yet, because I still haven't. You got two more hours. I've I've had a good spot so far. There you go. I haven't, I haven't had to park, uh, you know, outside or somewhere else so far, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So (laughs) you'll get there. Yeah. So I might ask coach about Aiden O'Connell and just kind of think with, you know, three days in the training camp. What do you think of, you know, what he's done? I mean, again, no pads or anything. So the expectations aren't high for anybody at this point. I mean, I'm just, I'm very low key about it. So, but if we're taking the Nate Hobbs route, he's on the field. Right. He's on the field. He's getting reps yep. in. You know, he's practicing with the guys. He's taking snaps. So, yeah, I mean, it's hopefully only up from here. Right. Yeah. It's got to be. I mean, that's, that's, that's all he can hope for. Well, right. What are you working on? I know you're working feverishly on some stuff. What do you got going on? Yeah, so, of course, our 7 at 7 every day at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. It's a seven-minute newscast. So, all of your news just nicely wrapped up. So, quicker than our last 27 quicker minutes. Quicker than our last, <laughs> yeah, quicker than our first hit here. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so, go there. I'll have that piece on Hunter Renfro uh, in tonight's episode okay. talking about how, you know, a couple quotes there that he feels like he failed his teammates. And then you can always check us out at VegasNation.com, all the great writings from uh, Vinny Bonsignor, Ed Graney, Adam Hill, and then our boy Sam Gordon. Quick shout out for Happy him. birthday, says, right? Yep, Sunday. It's his birthday. We celebrated early, but he's all, uh, we'll be at a Spence Crawford nice. tomorrow. So he's fully nice. locked in. I think I, the, the weigh-ins I are think right now going at three. Right now. Yeah, 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 so he's down yeah. there. So yeah, uh, review journal, lvrj.com, vegasnation.com. Check us all out. Everybody's working hard and trying to get you all the best content. There it is. You guys do a fantastic job. Cassie, thanks so much. Thank you. No doubt. Cassie Soto right there. Check her out on Twitter, at underscore Cassie Soto. Does a fantastic job for the RJ. And here's, she's with us here at the Las Vegas Aces facility. This is Red Nation Radio 920. That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Brought to you by Paul Padalaw. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery. The food here is unlike anywhere I've been before. I think you get a lot of chefs that come out here and they just, they open up spots even off the strip. I mean, the food is fantastic. Do you feel like you won't really be able to get to know Jimmy until you see his grilling skills? (laughs) Yeah, I've heard he he can throw down too, so hopefully uh, we'll have a little cook-off here and there. (laughs) You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Raiders center Andre James right there uh, at the media session that we had earlier today following Raiders practice. Talking about the food here in Las Vegas, talking about Jimmy G on the grill, and that's something that Andre James takes a lot of pride in. He makes sure that uh, he has the best grilling skills. At least that's what he tells us. He has the best grilling skills of everyone on the team, so clearly that means a lot to him. But uh, Andre James met with us earlier today. Uh, Daniel Carlson met with us, Jacoby Myers, and also Hunter Renfro. Matter of fact, coming up in about 25 minutes from now, you'll hear from Hunter Renfro what he had to say and the fact that and it's something that myself and Cassie talked about in the first segment of the show, that he was – you know, in a, I don't want to say in a dark place following the 2022 season, but he wasn't in a good place. He was, uh, you know, kind of concerned about what was going on throughout the course of the year. The fact that he got banged up quite a bit and, uh, you know, he just wasn't the guy that he was in 2021. And it was a really adjustment period. So he had to leave Las Vegas and go to South Carolina, kind of get his mind right. 
and come back. And I'll tell you, it's been three days. It's nothing, you know, to write home about and say, oh, man, this, they, this team looks fantastic or whatever. But uh, Hunter looks like he's, you know, pretty comfortable in his role right now, and he looked pretty comfortable earlier today when he met with us uh, at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. So that's coming up in about 25 minutes. You'll hear from one Hunter Renfro. This is Unnecessary Roughness here on Radio Nation Radio 920. We're at the Las Vegas Aces facility right now. And, of course, they're partnering with Nevada Health Centers to provide affordable mammography screenings. They've been here all day. They've got the mammo van out front. Uh, Asia Wilson has been here talking to folks. Jackie Wilson, is, Jackie uh, Young, excuse me, has been out here talking to people. And uh, even Buckets was around here and is around here. Uh, it's really kind of starting to slow down now. But uh, we'll be here until 5 o'clock. We're just hanging out and, again, kind of giving back to the community, which is something that's very important not only for the Aces, not only for the Raiders, but, for, of course, for Raider Nation Radio 920 as well. Coming up at 3.30, Nick Shook from NFL.com. He'll get us caught up on everything NFL-related. Uh, and at 4.30, Patty Davidson, Bet Money Honey Podcast. Uh, she really is uh, really good. She has her own podcast when it comes to uh, you know betting and gambling and just uh, educating ladies when it comes to the world of sports betting. So uh, that's coming up as far as guests on the show. And, of course, we want to hear from you throughout the course of the show at 702 702- 365-9200, the don'tbebroke.com text line is 69187, keyword R&R. Many thanks to Cassie Soto, who stopped on by, <laughs> just walked from the Raiders facility to the Aces facility and hung out to start, a, start the show, the opening drive, and spent some good quality time with us. And if you missed any of that conversation, really good stuff. Just giving her recaps of the first three days of practice. Of course, we'll be back at the facility bright and early tomorrow morning. They're off on Sunday, and then we'll be back at it on Monday. Matter of fact, head coach Josh McDaniels will be speaking with us around 7.45 tomorrow morning. But many thanks to Cassie. We definitely appreciate her for her time uh, this afternoon. So uh, always like to bring a topic or two to the show. Want to uh, go ahead and open up the phone lines. And as I mentioned, the text line as well, 69187, keyword r Always love the interaction with Raider Nation. And so the first question, we have two of them for you today as we close out the week really strong. What are your expectations for Hunter Renfro year two in Josh McDaniels' system? And the reason I want to bring this to the table as a question is because of the media session that Hunter had and the fact that he wasn't happy with his performance in 2022, wasn't happy with, you know, putting the ball on the ground against the Arizona Cardinals and, you know, them losing that game. And uh, he felt like he let his teammates down, something that you'll hear him say coming up at 3 o'clock, you'll hear it. But he, uh, he was not happy with his performance. Uh, there was a point in time where he sounded like he wasn't sure if he was a real deal NFL wide receiver. We all know he's got it. You know, we saw what he did in 2021 where he was forced to be the guy because everyone else was injured, and he went out there and he had a hell of a season. So you know he's got it in him. You know, he's, he's third in Renfro, as Cassie had mentioned. I mean, he's that guy that finds a way to get open. He's that guy that makes big plays all the time. So you know he's got it in him, but sometimes it's, it's that C word, right, confidence. Right? If you don't have that confidence that you can get it done, it all of a sudden starts messing with you. And once, that, once your confidence is shook a little bit, it doesn't matter how good you are. Right, thing, things happen in the wrong way, and you don't want it to happen. So it looks like, again, just talking to him earlier today, it seems like Hunter Renfro is in a pretty good place. So my first question, what are your expectations for Hunter Renfro? What kind of year two do you think he can have in Josh McDaniels' system? I personally think he can have a hell of a season. Now, I don't think, and this is what I said last year, I don't think he's going to you know, have 100 catches and over 1,000 yards, but kind of getting back to the Hunter Renfro that he was you know, a couple seasons ago, not even the 2021 season. Because that was, you know, wide receiver one type stuff. And I don't think that he's going to have to be wide receiver one because there's a guy named Devontae Adams that you might have heard of. That's really good, right? That's, that's wide receiver one. Jacoby Myers has an opportunity to be wide receiver two. I think he's literally wide receiver two. But I think there's a big role. If you go back and look at what Josh McDaniels' offenses looked like when he was in New England, and that's all we really can base it off of in last year with the Raiders, he is a guy that uses the slot receivers a lot. And I, I like the fact that Jacoby Myers and Hunter Renfro can both play in the slot. 
Both guys can kick outside if they have to. Now, obviously, Jacoby Myers has more size than Hunter Renfro does, but there's many versatile guys. And, hell, Devontae Adams, he could play on the inside too. He could, he could play slot. I mean, he's, he's done a lot of different, uh, you know, lined up in a bunch of different formations, uh, even going back to Green Bay. So uh, I like the versatility in the wide receiver room. So the first question is just about Hunter Renfro. What do you think he does year two in Josh McDaniel's system? And then – I want to flip over to the other side of the ball. Uh, myself and Cassie talked about Nate Hobbs and the fact that for the third day of practice, he's not out there as he's dealing with the, you know, whatever ended up happening, the end result of the softball off the, off the eye, uh, which is not something, you know, we don't laugh at it, but it's, it's one of those kind of fluke injuries that you think, okay, no big deal. He'll be fine. He'll be out there at practice. And he hasn't been. So as I've mentioned many times, and you heard Cassie say as well, that feel like he's missing valuable time. Don't think that he's not going to be on the roster, not at all. But I know guys like Jacorian Bennett are getting plenty of burn while he's not. Guys like Duke Shelley are getting plenty of burn while he's not. Brandon Faison, plenty of burn while he's not. Right? I mean, there's just, that's, that's just, that's just na- nature of the beast. David Long's getting burned. Nate Hobbs is not. So I ask the question, who do you think will end up being the starters in the secondary? Who are going to be the corners? Let's put it like that. Uh, I think that the safeties are another conversation. That's a, that's a, um, that's a camp competition in its own self. But I'll just start with the corners. I'll look at the outside corners and the slot. Who do you think ends up manning those positions coming out of training camp? Marcus Peters, as long as he's healthy, he's got one held down. So that's why the competition is even that much more because you know one spot's already taken. They didn't bring in Marcus Peters for him to, to come off the bench, right? He's, he's not doing that. We know that for a fact. So as long as he's healthy coming out of camp, he's going to be, you know, cornerback one. So who's cornerback two, and I mean across from him, and who's in the slot? As far as starters go, that's the other question that I want to throw out there to you. And the reason I ask that question is because there's a lot of, there's a lot of competition out there. We've seen them, and that's one of the areas that I focused in on today at practice in particular. Uh, they, was, it was, they were still on the second field for the, most of the, the majority of the time, but you were, able to see, you were able to see them better only because we were a little bit further down the sidewalk, so we had a little bit better angle. So I was able to pay attention more to the secondary and the defense in, in particular, and then they came over to – field one a few times as well and so they had a little bit of seven on seven and you know kind of glorified 11 on 11 uh, at times as well so we're able to focus in on those guys and see them out there competing right and Jacorian Bennett uh, I, I've said it many times the dude is fast he is very fast and he's uh, you know he, he's going to he's definitely going to go out there and compete to the point where he was running with Philip Dorsett on a deep ball and uh, it, it fell incomplete Right, uh, Phil Dorsett didn't come down with the ball, but Jacorian Bennett was there, stride for stride, and making sure that uh, you know he he did everything he could to be disruptive and not allow that ball to be completed. Even at the end of uh, end of practice, there was one where he went over, it's kind of over the middle, and I don't remember who the wide receiver was. It might have been DeAndre Carter. I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember who the wide receiver was, but uh, he he basically kind of looped his arm around the wide receiver to try to knock the ball out, and, and the wide receiver fell to the ground. And, of course, they don't want anyone on the ground right now. You hear him say, stay up, stay up, stay up. But it, I thought it was a good play from the rookie. So he's out there, and he's really competing. I don't know if he's going to be the guy that's going to be out there, you know, and, and starting week one against Denver. But I know one thing. He's out there competing like he wants to be out there week one against Denver. So I'm not going to hold it. I'm not going to say he won't because he, he is competing at a very high level, and they all are. And, and it's, it's still early. I want to see what it looks like when the pads come on, and that'll be next week. I, I've, some have said and reported that it's going to be tomorrow, but I don't think that's the case. I think it's not going to be until we're back here, uh, or not here, but back at the Raider facility on, uh, on Monday or Tuesday. I think that's when they're going to actually put some pads on for the first time. And, of course, every day won't be a padded practice, and we'll let you know what days are, what days aren't when we find out. But, you know, I think that there's a – 
you know, I think that there's a, a lot to like about the competition in the secondary. So the two questions I have for you, what are your expectations for Hunter Renfro year two in Josh McDaniel's system? And then who do you believe are the starters in the secondary? Talking about the outside corners and also uh, the slot corner. 702-365-9200, the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword r Let's go out to our, uh, our friend Quick. Welcome to the show. Quick, what's on your mind? You all, what it do? Uh, chilling, man, chilling. Same here. Look, uh, as far as Hunter Renfro goes, I expect him to get his job taken. Uh, he says he, he says he was disappointed in his play last year, last year. So was I. So I expect DeAndre Carter to have that job by at least week six. When it comes to them DBs, boy, oh, boy, Dave Ziegler, my guy, uh, there were some things that were missed this offseason. If you look at that room a little bit, if we're counting on Marcus Peters the way that it sounds like we are, that's not a good thing. I'm okay. telling you that real talk right there. Now, I expect Nate Hoff to keep his job. But boy, oh, boy, if he lets that go to a Sam Webb or, or uh, you name it, somebody like that off the bench, bro, that's not good for us. Okay. That is not good. And then in the slot, I expect to see a meet there. I would really like to see him there with Bennett taking over again near that week six period. This team's not going too, anywhere too far, so I want to see young guys playing early. That's okay. my thing. I'm All right. Ball. I appreciate you, bro. Hey, appreciate the call. Nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, getting the young guys uh, some early burn. And uh, I don't think Amik is going to play in the slot. I think that he plays on the outside more than anything, even though he's got the smaller size. I think he plays on the outside more. If anything, a guy like Tyler Hall will probably hold down the slot or, or maybe Nate, right? I don't know if Nate's going to be on the outside. Uh, I know that they like his size and his physicality, but I think that he's probably better in the slot. So maybe they end up putting him back in the slot. That's, that's interesting. I think Marcus Peters does bring a little something to the table, though. It's not, again, he's not Marcus Peters that's going to go get eight or nine interceptions. But, I mean, he's the most, he's the most um, you know, experienced corner that they have, right? He's the, he's the corner that, that you know for a fact can get it done. Right now, of course, he's older than when he was dominating. So I'm not going to sit, you know, try to paint a rosy picture where he's all of a sudden that dude again. But, again, he's, he's, he's better and more experienced, and at least looks for the ball more than the other guys. And, uh, you know, a guy like Jacorian Bennett, I'm interested to see what, what he can do, especially since he had college production, was able to turn, take the ball away. Uh, Chris Smith at the safety position was able to do that as well. We'll talk about the safeties on another day, but uh, interesting right there. Uh, Quick says he thinks that Hunter Renfro is going to get his job taken, and maybe he, maybe he does, right? I mean, there's plenty of competition. I just mentioned it. All these different wide receivers could play in the slot, including Jacoby Myers. You know, and they gave him a free agent contract, so you know what they expect some things from him. Hunter Renfro, they signed him to the, to the uh, extension last year, and, and he said, and you'll hear it coming up around 3 o'clock, you know, he, he's going to try to show that they gave him an extension for the right reasons, right, that he deserved that extension. So I think he's very motivated, so that will be interesting. But I, I, like the, I like the thoughts from Quick. You know, again, it, it might not be the most rosy thoughts, right? It's not all rainbow and puppy dogs, but that's what competition's about. That's what competition in camp is about. You know, there, there could be surprises. We talked about surprises yesterday on the show. What surprises do, what, you know, do you think that could possibly happen? Maybe, maybe that's one. That would be huge. <laughs> that would be a huge one. I think with his salary, uh, it's, it's, you know, not a, not, a, not a possibility of him not being on the roster. But, but I could see at some point maybe if he's not, you know, living up to the level that they're expecting that possibly, you know, someone goes in there and takes his job. Quick, thanks for the call. I do appreciate you. And we'll take one more quick call. How about, uh, how about Lois Cali Raider? Welcome to Unnecessary Roughness. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, what's going on, Q? Chilling, man, chilling. Hey, man, so you know what I think about Henry Hunter Refro is, um, you don't know what 
uh, John, uh, McDaniels did with wide receivers like Wes Walker and Randy Mandola, who's part of our coaching staff now. You know, I expect um, Hunter Renfro to have a good season this year. You know, I, I know McDaniels knows how to use them, so, you know, he might be one of the biggest, um, how can I say it? I just think he might do good. He might get the good thing now that you know they got Danny Mandolrek and they know how to use those kind of receivers. So I'm expecting him to have a really good season. And you know, I'm just stoked about Marcus Peters also getting that number 24. Man, that's something I'm stoked about. Things to do that can live up to that number. But yeah, as far as Hunter Ripper, I, I, I hope he's on the team and I expect him to have a good season, both. Okay. Hey, good stuff, good stuff. Thanks for the call, my man. I definitely appreciate you. And, yeah, I think it's going to be something, especially now that you can, you, you heard the thoughts, or, or maybe you heard the thoughts, but you will hear the thoughts coming up at 3 o'clock at Hunter Renfro where he just did not sound like he was very happy with what he did in 2022. And I understand when you get you know injured the way he did and just it didn't go, it didn't go very well, knowing that Josh McDaniels has done really well in the past with uh, slot receivers. So that's why I was expecting a big year from Hunter Renfro. One quick uh, tweet, and then we'll take a break. Just when Wendy hit us up and said, wonderful to hear the extended interview with Cassie Soto. Yeah, football's back. Hunter did look a, a bit subdued and less confident than in 2021. What a difference a year can make. Look for him to break some DB ankles in September. That's from Just Win Wendy. 2.48 is the time. We'll take a quick break, come back, close out hour number one of the show. It's Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness. With your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. My man Ari's in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. He's behind the wheels of steel, hitting you with a little digital underground right there. A little Humpty dance. I'm all right with that. Ari must know how to get to my heart, man. No, you can't borrow $5. But a good soundtrack right there. Ari, definitely appreciate that. Matter of fact, that comes right off the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword R&R uh, from Sir Whiskey Ray. Q, I have to give Ari a special shout-out for the continuous jams here on the show. Keep it up, Ari. Loving the beats that you play. That's from Sir Whiskey Ray. And he even said throw in some digital underground. So, Ari, you read my mind. Matter of fact, you got on the text line a little bit early and saw that. And shout-out to, shout to Sir Whiskey Ray with a little digital underground action right there and as Ari's in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio I am at the Las Vegas Aces facility as they partner with the Nevada Health Centers to provide affordable mammography screenings they've been doing it all day long our sister stations with Lotus Broadcasting have been here all day kind of getting the word out letting everybody know what's going on and everything gets wrapped up probably around 345 ish 4 o'clock but uh, we'll be here till about 5 o'clock holding it down sitting in the front lobby here and this is an amazing building definitely can appreciate everything that they have going on and from one spot to the next spot, right? Earlier today at the Raiders facility and just could have uh, just walked across the street or walked next door, actually, and uh, been here at the Aces facility as Cassie Soto did. And we do appreciate her joining us in the first hour. Coming up at uh, 3.30, we have Nick Shook from NFL.com. He'll join us to talk all things NFL, just scatter shoot. Of course, we'll talk with Sean Payton. We'll have to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the $35 million that he basically gave back to the New York Jets. We'll talk about the injuries that were going on yesterday with Joe Burrow and also uh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey had surgery earlier today. He's going to be out till about December at least, which is uh, not good for Miami as Miami made that big move. That was their big offseason get to kind of help uh, you know, solidify that defense. They have a really strong offense, but they're trying to solidify that defense. So Nick Shook will join us at 3.30 talking all things NFL. Got some text messages I wanted to get to, though. 69187, keyword R&R. El Paso Raiders said, Q&R, what's good? Sounds like players are more loose and relieved. Sounds like there was some serious toxicity in the locker room last year. This could be great for this team. Love hearing great things from my QB1. Also heard my young dog, Bennett, looking good. Still worried about the injuries and defensive tacos. Tacos. Tackles, not tacos. (laughs) 
That would be kind of cool, though, right? <laughs> Get a defensive taco. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Is that like a Choco Taco? Is that related to Choco Taco? I don't know about you, Ari, but were you a Choco Taco guy at the ice cream oh, trip? Oh, heck yeah. Choco Tacos were, man, that was, that was my thing. I was, uh, I was all about that life. Legendary. I, I said that to someone one time. They're like, I've never heard of that. And I literally, no, seriously, I literally lost my mind to the point where I said, you know what, I've got to go and locate one of these things just so I can show you what a Choco Taco is. Those were my favorite. I used to hustle after, after school just to have enough money to get me a Choco Taco from the ice cream truck that conveniently uh, drove by the school when we got out. 2.55 is the time. We'll come back, kick off hour number two of the show. It's Red Nation Radio 920.